Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Wednesday, W-I-N-S-D-A-Y. You guys know my saying, nothing but wins. What is it? Uh, January 19th, 2022. Hopefully everyone is still uh, active, ambitious, engaged, focused on those New Year's resolutions and goals that you had set, uh, hopefully at the end of the year before it started. But if you waited till January to set them, who cares? You got them set. Uh, like I said, hopefully you're, you're living into them. Uh, you're doing things necessary to get the results that you want to get. Uh, today's topic. Actually, let me hold up. Before I even get to today's topic, uh, with the new year, I accepted a new role uh, in Orlando right before Christmas, actually like a day or two before Christmas. Uh, with that, I actually started it uh, this past Monday. So I relocated to Orlando. Obviously, things are moving and shaking and you know, everything that happens when you have movers come, it's, I don't know if there's ever a perfect move, um, but I can tell you my last couple have not been. Uh, but with that said, let's jump into today's podcast. And some of this relates to one, my, my current situation, um, and then also just, just life in general. And I think it's something important that all of us, as we start chasing goals and starting new ambition, ambitions or endeavors in life, uh, to approach it like it's your first time. And that's really the topic of it of today's podcast. Um, when I say approach it like it's your first time, like we hear that a lot. And I know me initially, it's like, well, how? And better yet, why would I approach something like it's the first time I've done it? Um, because obviously I've learned things, you know, done things multiple times, I've gotten better at certain things, but let's not be literal about that 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 topic or that saying of approach it, approach it or approach things like it's your first time. Uh, when I think about that, that term, actually let's back up. When I think about that term, I uh, I relate it more to a kid. Like think back to when you were a kid and and some of the things that you you used to do, or when you first got a Nintendo, or you first got a Sega, or a PlayStation, or a place or Nintendo Super Nintendo, or an Xbox. Uh, you know, when you got those gaming systems, or you got something. Maybe it was your first bicycle, um, but you got something that you were really happy about. You were focused, you know, you were excited, you had high energy, you wanted to ride it, you wanted to play it, you wanted to do all that stuff all the time. Um, so when you think about approach like it's your first time, think more of or think about it more in terms of the energy, the level of engagement that you have, um, the amount of focus that you had towards that particular thing or that particular craft um, or event. You also think about just Maybe you take it out of the gaming space and you, you take it a little bit higher, like when you were playing sports. And, you know, if you didn't play sports, maybe you won't relate to it. Uh, but for those athletes or those individuals that played sports or did anything competitively, you'll relate to this. You know, those those nerves that you get or the, the level of excitement that you have, um, the pregame jitters. How do you get that back? Like you got to think about, like, how do you get into something that you not just truly enjoy doing, um, but something that's going to allow you to be excited about doing it on a regular basis. Um, and I'll just speak more so from from my own personal experience. But if I take it from sports, actually, I'm not going to say sports. I'm going to think take it as my first job that I got that I was excited about. Um, I've had a billion different jobs. I worked at McDonald's. I worked at Walmart. I delivered newspapers. Um, <laughs> I bartended. I, I served tables. Uh, I worked in factories. I drove forklifts. Uh, you na- I've done a lot of different stuff. But I remember when I first got into recruitment, 
Like it was something I was I was amped about. Like I remember the night before I couldn't really sleep. I was nervous like it was the day before Christmas. Um, And I had that energy and the focus and the excitement that, you know, you need to, I think, propel you through different challenges as you jump into new endeavors or new jobs. Uh, And as I as time went, like. As time went by, the better I got or the better I wanted to be at my craft, um, I started putting more time into it. And obviously, the more time you put into anything, as long as you're able to reflect on some of the actions that you're taking, because many times we do stuff, but we don't reflect on the actions to understand how we can get better. But the more time you put into it or more time I put into it, I should say, the better I started getting at it. So as I started getting better at it, and you can relate this to work, you can relate this to video games, you can relate this to sports, you name it. The better you get, you want to see how good you are. You want to play against other people. You want to invite your friends over to play the game with you. Uh, You want to go play people across town in basketball. You want to play your competitors. And it never fails. Like you're going to take a loss or a setback. But as you think about taking that loss or that setback, when you put time into your craft and you really want to be good at something, and you're literally approaching it like it's your first time, you got that energy, you got that excitement, you got that engagement, you got that desire to just get better. You expect to take some losses here and there, but even when you take a loss, I shouldn't even say you expect it, it's gonna happen. But when you take those losses, you kind of have two choices. You know, you get you either get inspired or you get offended. But if you get offended, you're one of those individuals that, you know, you you allow that loss to dictate what your effort's gonna look like the next time you get in that same situation. If you're one of those individuals that get inspired, you're more so like, okay, let me get back to see what I can do better next time I'm in the same situation to make sure I net a different result or make sure I, I, I win, make sure that I come out on top. And I think everyone, everyone wants to do a good job, but not everyone wants to prepare. And I think as you, as you, think, about, as you think about preparing and you think about creating uh, the ideal situation for yourself, a lot of that's preparation. And when you think about approaching stuff, and I'm getting away from the child, the childlike approach, because a lot of times as kids, we don't prepare for things. We just show up like, yes, let's go. Um, when I say kids, I'm talking about young kids. But as I think about like middle-aged kids or teenagers or young adults, practice sports, you start to prepare. And as you prepare, it starts to give you a leg up or an advantage on your competition, shall we say a competitive advantage. Uh, but with that competitive advantage, that helps you. Because not everyone prepares. Everyone wants to do well, but not everyone wants to do the work ahead of time so they can do well. So as you get back to that loss that you took, now you start to prepare a little bit differently with the knowledge that you gain just from that mishap or that setback. And it also, as you start to prepare, it, it shifts your mindset. And again, back to that, the first time you've done it, as you start to, as you start to shift your mindset and you start to adjust how you're thinking about what you're doing, you're going to net better results. The reason I say that is perspective drives performance. And you guys have heard me say this before. How you view what you do impacts how you do what you do. So when you come into something new, like I said, you're thinking about it differently. You're excited. And like I said, some people take those setbacks and they get offended and it's no longer fun for them. Some people take those setbacks and they say, okay, how do I get better at this particular thing? But for some reason, I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know if it's the individuals you hang around, should I say your circle? I don't know if it's the, the fear of failure. I don't know. I can't put my finger on what it is. But at some point as an adult, most adults stop thinking about getting better or stop learning or 
work like being intentional around personal development. They more so rely on like their past wins or knowledge that they've had from 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. I'm encouraging each of you stop, like approach it like it's the first time. When you first went to basketball practice, you may have been playing pickup ball, right? Then you started doing sprints. You started doing suicides. Then you started shooting 500 jump shots a day. Then you started making 400 jump shots a day. Then you started making 100 free throws. You know, you you started to adjust because you knew for you to get to that next level, you had to get better. Now, whatever that personal development is, whatever that that thing is that you have to do on a regular basis to get better, you've got to start approaching it like it's your first time, like you want to get better. You've got to have that desire, that mindset to get to the next level. Otherwise, you know, you'll just be one of those people. And I say this and it sounds very cliche, but no one was born to be average. Like literally you were born to be great. And as I think about just being great, one of the challenges as you think about being great or really good at your craft, and it may sound uh, cliche to you. And if it does, that means you haven't really got that level of focus yet. And that's, that's okay. I remember when people used to tell me, oh, you got to be great at this. I'm like, okay, whatever. You blow it off. But as I started working on my craft and being very intentional about being the best at what I do, and I'm not saying I'm the best, but I'm working towards being the best, at least maximizing what I can get out of myself and developing my craft. But as I started to do that, one of those challenges continues to be, and this happens with most people, and I'm encouraging everyone to step away from this, stop basing your success off of what other people are doing. So what we've done is started to define what success looks like for us off of what we've seen others do. And like I said, you were born to be great. Not saying you were born to be great at exactly what someone else was born to do. You got to find your niche. And the thing is, most people don't want to do that because it takes time. It's not easy. You're going to struggle. You're going to take setbacks. You're going to have isolation. You're going to be alone. You're going to you're going to be lonely. And I think that that place it's it's challenging for most. But again, just the mindset of how do I approach this like it's my first time? And as you start to approach things as it's your first time, you no longer worry about what others are thinking. You're thinking about how do I get better at this particular thing? So get back to get back to acting like a kid. You know, approach each each task, each day, each adventure, uh each opportunity that you get, like it's your very first time. And when I say that, I said at the very beginning, you know, what level of energy are you bringing to today? What level of engagement? How focused are you? You know, be punctual. Your first day of work, your first day of class, no one shows up late. So once you become good at what you're doing or once you become great, don't start showing up 20 minutes late, half hour late, 45 minutes late, showing up whenever you want just because you can. Approach it like it's your first time. Be punctual about the work that you're doing. And as you do this, your mindset shifts. It's no longer a mindset of I'm being average. It's a mindset of I'm about to be great. And as you accept greatness and you have that desire to become great, it becomes infectious. Those people around you start to want to be like you. And as people start to want to be like you, you've got to encourage them that, you know, there's something that they're supposed to be great at. And you got to help them find that niche. But as I've said throughout the podcast, how do you get back to approaching each day, approaching your craft, approaching your job, approaching what you're doing like it's your very first time? And as you do it, know you're going to take some losses. It's inevitable. But 
as you know it's inevitable, that means you know it's going to happen, right? Like it's guaranteed it's going to happen. But the fact that you already know it's going to happen, it helps you prepare for when it does happen. Because again, when that setback happens, most people allow it to hinder their progress or prevent them from taking action. When you're prepared for it, it's just another, okay, great. What can I learn from this situation to make sure I'm getting to that next level? And when you take that setback, when you start over again, you're not starting at the same pot at the same spot. You're starting with more knowledge. You're starting with an advantage on those other people because you're going to take a lesson from the loss that you just took. So I encourage you guys, I'm gonna cut this short because I'm six minutes past getting ready for work or where I'm, I plan to start getting ready for work. Uh, but with that being said, and let me rephrase it. Let me not say work. I'm six minutes past going to go do what I love doing. I enjoy, I enjoy the work that I do. I enjoy coaching, developing, solving problems, all that goodness. But I encourage you guys, it's Wednesday, W-I-N-S-D-A-Y. Be intentional today about getting wins. Uh, when I say be intentional, write something down that you're going to do today that you can check off the list and say, bam, that's my win I was intentional about. The other thing I'm going to ask you to do, send someone a note of gratitude today. Thank someone for something they've done for you. Happy Wednesday. Uh, Let's day be a day that propels you through the end of the week. Don't let this be the day that you start the downtrend. Stay focused, stay engaged, keep that level of energy, approach the rest of the week, approach the rest of the year with the same energy you did on January 1st. Make sure that you're treating it like it's your first time doing it. As always, I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. Be great. Think about it.